ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jacob Fanshawe. This is episode 95 of the yeah. Front Row Seat Podcast. 90. Oh, I'm, I'm no Alvarez. Who are you? I'm no Alvarez. Viliami, a.k.a. Vendetta, a.k.a. Vil Padrino, the Juice Man, all that Ooh, stuff. And then we got our double feature. YBG, artist manager, MC host, Orange County. Let's get it. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. We mm-hmm. have Orange County's finest, youngest, brightest, mm, and probably most collaborative. And most handsome. Well, I mean, I live here, so... Uh, <laughs> I don't know about any of that. I don't know about any of that. No, but seriously, it's, it's, it's a real pleasure to yeah, yeah. have Kenny Viliami here on the show. A long time coming. A lot yep. of scheduling conflicts beforehand. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate you making time and effort to come out here. And George, YBG, Young Boy George. <laughs> All right, that's young what YBG stands for? Yeah. Awesome. I'm just glad that you're here. It was a straight surprise sneak attack on Noah. We got a double sneak attack on you. Well, I knew he was coming. I didn't, I didn't tell you. No, you did not. But that's okay. I mean, it's not It's not bad. So he set you up. Yeah, honestly. He set you up. The fucking Godfather. It's just business. We got some hookers later, too. No, okay. okay, all right. I, all right. I love my girlfriend. I'll just put that out there. But, um, oh, man. If you, if you guys are unaware, we are on the March to 100, and we are five episodes out. Yeah. Episode mm-hmm. 95. We're five. Yeah. We're trying to double up. Within these next three weeks, we have we need one more opportunity to double up. Yeah, um, we'll have to talk about that off air scheduling and stuff. But right, we're, right, we're, right. we're figuring stuff out. But I can't believe that we're about to hit a hundred episodes. I mean, congratulations! Yeah, we, congratulations on we, that. Yeah. We've it's a big deal. rambled. <laughs> We rambled. I mean, last episode was rambling. And honestly, it, it really fucking was. And there's been so many episodes. I mean, I don't smoke weed anymore, but there were so many episodes where we got too high and it yeah. was just like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you could tell. So, no, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I want to I wanna express gratitude towards our guests, the many guests that we've had. Mm-hmm. Mia Yoko Ono, Alex Baldwin, yeah. uh, Youngboy Griff, soon to be... Uh, who else am I missing? Oh, Ayana. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, just a mm-hmm. lot of Jamal. Yeah, I just want to make sure I count everybody. We were just talking about it before that episode 19, we had Jamal. And that's mm-hmm. when you first met. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's when yeah. I met. I believe that's the first time you met YBG. For your album release party yes. of The Heights Part yes. 2. Yes. So yes. I guess I just want to jump into kind of, you know, you're going to be the meat and bones of our interview. Tell us kind of what kind of music do you, for the listeners that don't know, what kind of music do you make and where can we find your music? Um, you oh, viliami.com. Hey, there you All go. Right. You got the just whole website. Yeah, just look it up. I'm the first. I'm the only one that pops up. And so. can you spell viliami for our less inclined listeners? V i double l i a m i. There you With go. Three eyes at the end. You know why? Ooh, high power. He's on the high power shit. Okay, I like that. I like that. See, that's what. Okay, my third eye's not open. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You see my skin color? I don't know. He's got the Dodgers hat covering it. That's, <laughs> that's right. Too much fluoride. <laughs> no, but real quick, because um, I was listening to a podcast and they're talking about how hip hop. I think is celebrating its like 50th birthday. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. if that was recent or it was an older podcast, but regardless, you know, I, I liked how. He just said something so simple as like the three eyes at the end, and if you know why, like that's what's up. And mm-hmm. I felt like, boom, I was able to pick up something like mm-hmm. that. Yep. And so I always love having like hip hop artists on the podcast because hip hop. You've asked me why I love hip hop so much, and it's hard to like explain it just in a sentence or like even like a short phrase sure. because there's so many layers to hip hop. It almost feels like a hidden, not a hidden because it's obviously out there, but it's almost like a, it's like an unspoken language to many. Mm-hmm. that makes sense you know what i mean mm-hmm. and hip-hop 
tell stories, but it also can tell, teach lessons and do so many things. I guess I want to transition into to or towards Kenny and like why you, what got you into hip hop and and what made you start making music. Mm, what got me into hip hop? Um, I'm not sure, honestly. If I if my memory serves me correct, I think it was um. I think I always been around hip hop, but it just wasn't the main genre for me at that time. So, I mean, it was always around. I guess there was just different types of hip hop that I was getting put onto. Like my my parents were more into the old school stuff, '90s and stuff like that. So that's kind of what I always thought hip hop was. And then later on, I'm hanging out outside and everyone's listening to Lil Wayne, Young Jock, you know. Young yeah, baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that Young Money era was really like that was a dope era. Important <laughs> yeah. for hip hop, I believe. So. Yeah, so I mean, I kind of just more been into music, not just hip hop. Mm. I was always into music. Music was just always in the house. It was always there when I was hanging out with my homies, or we were doing something bad. And music was always there. Yeah, yeah. You know, music was just present all the time. So I feel like hip hop specifically. I feel like it was like an ex girlfriend or something that put me. She put me onto like atmosphere. I remember. Ooh, okay. So I started off with Atmosphere, Brother Ali, Living Legends, you know, um, Merz, all that stuff. Yeah. And later on, started like studying more and just, I guess, before really doing hip hop, I just got so interested in the history of it. I just used to sit at my grandma's house all the time and just research this stuff all day. Yeah. I would just, I learned about DJ Red Alert in the 70s. The origins of hip hop, the underground clubs, how turntables and DJs got started, the five elements, graffiti and all that stuff. And I really did my homework on this. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's where the love came for hip hop. Like I, I understood the culture, the origins and everything, the message behind it and different, you know, um, perspectives of it mm-hmm. there's many different artists that do hip-hop and they all have a story to tell yeah so it's i don't know i feel like music you can literally um get to know a person by their playlist you know a lot 100%. about a person by their playlist yeah interesting that's that's how i feel you know how some people say you could tell a lot about someone by their shoes or their yeah. favorite baseball team whatever whatever it is you could tell a lot about a person by their playlist so what does it say about me that i don't have one playlist made <laughs> you don't have any playlist well, maybe it just means like your library in general. Oh well, well you don't have any. You have music? a very, you have a very big <laughs> expanded palette of music, probably. It's too big for a playlist. Oh, but you don't have like certain mood playlists. I have a playlist called Chill, but that's really just like <laughs> Chill. What? It's called Chill. Oh, okay? what's on this playlist called Chill? And did you make it or did someone? I make know it? I made it. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. okay good, good. Just making sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, gotta, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't count if someone else made it. Well, it counts, but you yeah, can't yeah. take credit for it. What's on it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just a little bit of everything. Just like relaxed right, yeah, stuff. Yeah. I mean, Throw there's... Some names. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Well, the doors are on there for okay, a while. Okay, yeah, there And then go. there's like... Uh, there's this like indie band called San Cisco on it. Wow. And then it, it bounces around a lot, but it all keeps within... It's it's never too high paced. It's very mellow. Yeah, mellow. Yeah, okay. I kind of just think if, if I'm just trying to... I wouldn't say sleep, mm-hmm. but like, you know... Low BPM. Kinda, yeah. Kinda, okay. For yeah. the noise, more or less. 
Kind of, yeah, just background noise. Like, if yeah, I gotta yeah. focus on something, uh, but I want background noise. Almost like you. lo-fi, but not lo-fi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Why am I? I can actually look at you. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to guess yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, to go back to your question, yeah, that's where the love for it came from. Yeah. And um, I guess just the more I did, I, I guess rapping, I just, I used to write poetry mm-hmm. in high school. So I was always writing and reading. Like, English was, like, my best subject. And uh, Yeah, there, there's a lot. So, I mean, there's fucking no worries. <laughs> Ella Fitzgerald, Anderson Pack, oh, Mac yeah. Miller, See, that's what Smokey I'm Robinson, Meg oh, Zeppelin, Isaiah Rashad, it, Georgia Smith. It's it's all chill, it's but it's different Marvin genres. Gay. That's what I'm saying. Extend. Oh, you got a big Quest. Let's get yeah, it on. Yeah, definitely no, chill. <laughs> definitely. I was, chill. I was asking if we could get it now. <laughs> oh, 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 this. Fool. <laughs> you SZA, step out for a minute. <laughs> Collins, Bob Ooh, Marley. There we go. Ari Lennox, who's my favorite. Okay, uh, yes. It's it's everywhere, but it has. Yes. Shout out show. to Dreamville. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but um. Okay, so you made a comment that I thought was really interesting. Right now, you yeah. said the fiftieth anniversary. Yeah. Of hip hop. So hip-hop. who? Well, who's what? Uh, there's no like. I I don't know if there's like an exact. I think it would be like when when I was talking about like the seventies and DJ Red Alert and all. Okay, of yeah, them. I was gonna say, can you give me some names? I think it's been like yeah, DJ Red Alert. He's the one that um used to go from um, Brooklyn to the Bronx, right. just DJing parties all the time. And, so and he 50. would hit the beat breaks, and that's how, like, instrumentals came to be. Right. Like, he would take yeah. classic songs and just pick the drum break in between all these songs, between two records, and just... Yeah. And that's how scratch Just mix it, and then it would just be a whole instrumental, and then someone... And then the DJ would be the first one on the mic, obviously. Mm-hmm. Then later on, he'd bring up, like, a hype man. And that became, and then the, that became MC. the MC. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, the I mean... Again, one of my favorite shows on Netflix called The Get Down. It's still on there. Show's dope. They canceled it. They can't. I mean, they really they, they got canceled they after did. one season, right? Yeah. Yeah. Two parts. But I mean, it's still. How'd like, you feel it, about it? It was. It was dope. I mean, that shit was crazy. Like was, I already like hip hop, but yeah. it, it was like it was a show for hip hop fans. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. I mean, take yeah. us to its earliest sure. roots, and it kind of yeah. talked a lot about that. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm gonna yeah. check it out. Yeah, yeah and it talked about. Like DJ Cool Herc and DJ mm-hmm. Grandmaster cool Flash, cool African Bambada. Cool Those are like, after Red Alert, it was like those three DJs kind of ran different like girls. I only heard of Grandmaster Flash. I never yeah. heard of all the others. Those yeah. guys are pioneers but like, of hip-hop. Okay, yeah. go ahead. So I was going to ask, George, what's your earliest memory of rap or hip-hop? Uh, it's going to have to be the 50 Cent G-Unit era with Eminem oh, and nice. uh, Dre. Just yeah. out, 50 Cent was the reason I got into hip-hop. Because mm-hmm. I was born in 95, so like 50 Cent 03, I was only eight years old, so that's when I was still like barely learning the music you're so. an impressionable young man <laughs> <laughs> them and for sure like Diddy and Bad Boy because Diddy was popping in 2000s too yeah. oh for sure yeah, yeah so. now remind me how, how old are you 31 28 a 93 right or 92 92, 92. 92 yeah because yeah. he has that line oh, you're going to be 28 28 29, 29. I'm 94 yeah. Like it's Wait, oh I was like you're 94 years old <laughs> 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 you look good for 94 <laughs> yeah, <I was> like, <laughs> Jesus. you're 97 98 oh. 25 yeah nice yeah. No, but I would say you had that you have that crazy bar it's not in uh it's not in sensational, is it? Where it's like Which born one? the same year as the chronic don't test my smoke. Oh that's pioneers. pioneers. Oh pioneers, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. Born the same year as the chronic boy don't test my smoke. Yeah. 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 How about you? What's your earliest memory of hip hop and rap? Ooh, it, before I bought like my own CDs and like actually had my own playlist and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad would play K Day a lot in the car. There you go. And, yep. and my dad was a my dad was a big hip hop fan. He was into a lot of like that funk stuff. Big mm-hmm. big on like Parliament uh, Parliament Parliament's Funkadelics, yeah. oh, yeah. George Clinton. Yes, those kind of sounds. But naturally, he also, like, it was funny because, like, Saturdays was, like, our cleaning days. It was very stereotypical mm-hmm. Mexican household. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, he would have this really nice outdoor speaker system. 
Of and, course. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, we're doing yard work to, like... 8 a.m. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we're doing, like, yard work to, like, Two Life Crew and, like, yeah. Beastie Boys okay. and Run Beastie DMC. Boys. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember, I told you, I think I told this on the Devereaux podcast, I remember going to school one day singing White Lines because it was so catchy, right? That like song like dun 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 bass dun like that beat was so catchy, and I remember like at that age I was like probably like in seventh or no sorry seven or eight years old so like second or third grade I don't know what they were saying but it was so catchy in my head and I was singing Noah singing White Lines I can imagine that White Lines it's like Miss Roberts can you please step outside the classroom I need to call your parents real quick. So yeah, before I even like got in, I would say like 50 Cent in the game in the G-Unit era too mm-hmm. was like the first set I would say was my favorite Yeah. because before then it was just a lot of what my dad showed me and played around the house, was yeah. on K-Day and so it was a lot of that kind of stuff but for sure like I have some fond memories when I think of that era of music mm-hmm. and hip-hop mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So, well first things first, my first memory, let me answer the easy way, is right there on the wall, Ready to Die, that Ooh. album. It's probably one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah. Um, I like sure. Biggie Small, but that album in particular is just my all-time favorite. Like, his voice is just... How did uh, Shea Sharano describe Biggie Small's voice? It's, like, thick with humidity or, like, like in a jungle or something. <laughs> moist? Like, did you say moist? Something, yeah. Dude, like, if we can find that line or something and, like, we'll somehow fit it in there. Like, dude, it, it's... He just describes his voice per- Like, there's no mistaking... That is Biggie's Biggie voice. Small. Yeah, it's yeah, just... Yeah. It's Brooklyn. It's it's everything. It's Yeah. It's Eddie. awesome. And that was one of my very first earliest. I mean, part. Well, I don't know if "Party and Bullshit's on that album, but just it, that it, song it, "Party it, and Bullshit." I think it was a single before the album came out. Unbelievable, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, just yep. everything about yep. that song, juicy. juicy. Everything about that album, yep. really fucking good. And then in high school, see, in high school, I listened to a lot of classic rock and stuff. So like, I, <clears throat> I'm fairly newish to like rap and hip hop, and even now, sometimes I have a, I have a hard time identifying with it. Sometimes for a lot of obvious reasons, but. Other times I take it for what it is and it's yeah. just really good. Like one of my favorite, so second earliest memory of like really enjoying rap and hip hop was Vince Staples, Summertime 06. Oh, oh, yes. One of my all time yeah. favorite albums. Yeah. Dude, I remember very distinctly listening to too, North yeah. North and being like, oh my God. Yeah. Shout out to Vince Staples. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then it, but it gets better because you go and then I went back and listened to like Hell Can Wait. I think that was like his first album or it wasn't yes. even an album like EP or something and I was like, oh my God. Like, there was the even one before sing- that. Yeah. It was the Cold, the gold, chain. The cold the, chain. Yeah. 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 Dude, that was on yeah. YouTube and I remember Untasting, just yeah. hearing, listening to that like, oh my God. Like, this dude is ruthless. Like, this man's going around yeah. killing people and then yeah. you come out to find like, he didn't really live that life but he's talking about the shit that his, <laughs> the people around him were doing the and living, that and that's why I can't listen to Tupac. It's super fucking sad because he's like, oh shit, like he's seeing like listen Some to his that, lyrics yeah. and he's just like, damn dude, like, cursed yeah. out. Yeah, like Biggie Smalls is over here just talking about like doming motherfuckers and fucking bitches and like smoking hella weed and Tupac's like, nah, she's having no baby and she got no father, <laughs> yeah. she's alone in this world and it's just like, damn. Yeah. And, but the lyricism was deep and it was raw and it's, yeah. so I, I don't say I dislike Tupac, I just, sometimes I just need to be in that mental mind, yeah. mindset but mm-hmm. talk about lyricism. I probably enjoy Tupac's interviews more than his music. Mm. He's a very yeah, well-spoken man. Yeah. Very yeah. well-spoken. Yeah. I'll, end, I'll end this. <laughs> really, man, that would be crazy. I'll end this and then we'll continue on. Lyricism, beats, um, cultural awareness, Tribe Called Quest. My mm. all-time fucking favorite. Oh, yeah, of course. It's, I, I, I just, Tribe is just my favorite. Like, that's, yeah, yeah, it, I, I think mm. everyone has, like, how can you not like Tribe? Like, you can that's put that on to yeah. smoke, to fuck, to work, <laughs> to work out, like, anything. It's, yeah, yeah. They, they're just hard-ass, hard-ass group. So. You on point, Jacob? Yeah. 
Oh, oh, he didn't get All it. The time, he didn't get though. it. <laughs> Thank you, Liam. <laughs> 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 Tripod quest. I like it. Right on, right on, right on. You got something next? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's next for you guys? I'll let you facilitate. <laughs> what's next for you guys, music-wise? Uh, music-wise, I'm, I'm actually working on a deluxe version right now of Summertime 2009. I'm about to wrap it up. I'm just waiting on a verse right now okay. from one of the homies. Why 2009? <coughs> Is there something particularly that happened that year? Um, yeah, a lot. I was about to leave high school. Um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do at that point. I was just kind of like day by day. So, I mean, I was like watching all my friends have all these plans of going to college, playing sports, or getting a job, whatever the case was. And I was just over here like, whew, real life. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder what's going to happen now. Well, how many of those people with plans actually <coughs> that's worth thinking about too. uh yeah no that, that's a good point too because a lot of them ended up falling off which is you know Life. i guess it's just normal in the environment we come from you, right you fall off and you bounce back like I, i've when i run into those people even now today they're bouncing back still from something right i mean just like anyone you yeah know, it's ups and downs in life everyone goes through it so mm -hmm. regardless of what path you choose so yeah, but 2009 was like just really up and down for me. Um, shoot, I got a, I had gotten arrested for the first time. Um, got kicked out of school. Um, lost a lot of homies. Lost a couple homies actually. Like probably like, like five or seven homies that year. Um, overdose, overdoses. You know, death. You know, they got killed. You know. Homies pick go that way, and then you're kind of going this way. Homies want to stay in some beef in the streets and stuff like that. So it was like, it was just like really a really like eye-opening time for me. Like I was watching everything happen like right in front of me, mm -hmm. and it's kind of like you know I was kind of indulging in this over here, and then kind of pulling out because I seen what was going on. And um, that same year, uh, my mom got a divorce again. So I had to raise my sister. I had to help raise my sister. I had to become the man of the house like really early mm -hmm. that year. So Damn. I kind of figured out like I feel like 2009 built me up to withstand a lot. Yeah. Like it, sure. it, it gave me the will to endure a lot. And in this music career, I feel like this is the most stress and frustration I've probably ever gone through since day one. Just trying to come up and trying to make something happen. So... I've been doing this for like 10 years straight so it's like I must have the will to endure and I feel, I, I give 2009 that credit because it was the year like right right before I started doing music like I, in 2009 I was like 17 I didn't even think I was going to be alive after that yeah like I didn't see myself turning 21 going to college nothing I was just like well if I make it to 18 let's see if I could make it to 21 yeah it's like one day at a time kind of deal <clears throat> yeah so um, I just try to highlight like of the fun times too, not just like the bad times. I try to highlight both, and keep it uh, keep keep it on a nice even keel for the listeners. Mm -hmm. So that's why you got like songs like "Rich for the Weekend" on there on the summertime two thousand nine EP, where it's just fun. It's just reminiscent of all the house parties I used to go to, where like this is when EDM was like really really popping. Oh yeah, yeah. And dubstep was like really really popping. It, it was, was new, like people too. were doing the light shows yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah man. So um. What else? This is like when weed was, when everyone was still looking at weed like heroin. Mm. So it's like now when you see people like just 
weed is legal. It's like how we were talking about it earlier. Yeah, how Santa Ana just packed with yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like it's a trip to me. Like you know how how much has changed within this short time frame from 2009 right. to like right now. A lot has changed. So yeah, I I feel like 2009 was just like the very. I think it made me aware of a lot at a at an early age, and I felt like I needed that in order to be here. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. So you said the deluxe album. How many tracks? It's uh, I'm I'm putting two tracks from the original, which is Domino and Angel in the outfield. I'm just remastering them because they were the best. Uh, Domino is my best performance song from that EP. Yeah, like, people just love seeing it live. Like everyone loves that song. It's a hard song. Yeah, appreciate you, bro. Thank you. Um, Domino and um, Angel in the outfield was actually the top streaming song. Nice. Like so. I felt it only right to just put it on there again, just to celebrate the success of those two songs, and then I got seven more tracks, brand new tracks on there. There you go. Mm -hmm. That's just, uh, one thing I've always liked about your music is like how you incorporate that storytelling, and then you have that like really uh, you can you can speed up your flow. I mm -hmm. think a lot of rappers can't mm -hmm. do that. It always mm -hmm. reminds me of like Twista or like somebody from you yeah, know, back yeah, in the for day. Sure, yeah. But like when Twista did you kind of? I mean, did you always have that? <clears throat> as soon as you started writing and making music, or was that something you no, kind of? No, dude, I about? actually didn't start um, rapping fast until like until I was probably like four years in. Yeah. Yeah, like and then I remember um, my boy Savi, who produces for me to this day. He's the one that was like, "Hey, man, like, you ever thought about rapping fast? Like, you ever thought about just?" I think because one of my homies who I was rapping with at the time, like, he came in one day. And we were recording, and then we all had um, to have a verse on this song, right? So everyone was just approaching it whatever way. Then my homie gets up, and he starts, da -da 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 -da, like this whole bone thug flow. And we're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. We're just like <laughs> geeking out. We're like, what the fuck? So, like, I feel like that was the first time when I see my homie do it. And I was like, yeah, man, I want to try and give this a shot. And I started just practicing it. I started, I mean, because I, I listened to Bone Thugs when I was a kid. Yeah. So I knew a lot of the Bone Thugs lyrics just by rapping it. So I would just be like, all right, I just got to come up with some sick shit like that. So it was probably like at least two months where I was just bumping nothing but Bone Thugs, Twister, um, Tech Nine. Like anyone that was rapping fast, really. Yeah, yeah. Old, old Jay Z, super old Jay Z. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so like yeah, I was just trying to like really tap into it, and that's where I learned breath control. Really, that's when I felt like breath control was really important. Busta Rhymes. What Everyone is, remembers of course, that Busta Rhymes song. Of course. What of is course. breath control? <clears throat> um, it's being able to just really like I feel like when you have when an MC has breath control, you're really one with the beat you really tapped into the beat. You become one with it. And you know what pockets to hit and mm. what's going to work and what isn't. And that's the fun part about it. That's like, I don't know, that's like like the nerdy part of it, I guess, of being a rapper. Like, oh, I can stretch the metaphor here and make rap fast here and then switch it up here. And, you know, I kind of take like the Jay-Z approach to it sometimes when I'm, I, I probably switch my flow up like every two bars just so no one can copy it right makes sense okay so it's like and is this something as you're writing you're incorporating into this mm -hmm. or this is purely mm -hmm. performance based uh recording and performing mm -hmm. yeah now do you ever find yourself when you're writing you're kind of like this is stupid or do you just write you oh just yeah let your pen even to this day yeah yeah yeah, yeah. how do you get over that? like I, I just it's just self-doubt really because mm -hmm. i feel like well when i was younger i like that was my main focus i was always trying to like They'll be the one to stand out. 
you know, I was rapping with like t- 10, 15 other dudes at the time in the same living room. Oh, and shit. And we were on a, um, a, I told the story a couple times, but we were on a, like a, a, guitar, a Guitar Hero mic or a Rock Band mic. One oh, of those. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were one recording with one of the, yeah, yeah. So we were recording with that. It was like real gutter shit. So, I mean, it was like 10, 10, 15. <laughs> it was like 10, 15 of us in this hot ass living room and we're trying to like come up with the best verse for this one beat that the homie made. So it's like, <laughs> like, I'm about to like, like, these are all my homies, but I'm about to wash all of you right now. Yeah, you know yeah. It's just the competitive spirit. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, like, my first like three, four years was at Savi's house and that was like rap camp every every week. Damn, okay. It was like rap camp. It's like, if, if you, if you don't, write a verse in a timely manner or if you don't come up with nothing sick you're not getting on this yeah come back next week and hopefully you get on something yeah yeah so there'll be some dudes just leaving the studio not like they just came for nothing damn near some of us were taking the bus like from two two three cities away in the rain and stuff like that just to come record and just for Alex to my boy Savi to be like yeah, no, nah, this ain't it, bro. Yeah? Come back next week. Savi was in Anaheim, too, or where at? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, in okay. Anaheim. I, I've known Savi since junior high. So. Okay. Yeah, and he was rapping in junior high, actually. So, it's kind of funny how that worked out, but, yeah. So, when you're writing, are you kind of, are certain, for certain songs, you're like, I want to be more witty here, mm-hmm. I want to yeah, tell a story a, here, I yeah. wanna, or are you just kind of like, I'm going to set aside an hour two hours uh-huh. i'm gonna write and whatever comes out of this i'll, I'll pick it apart it literally it, it, it literally depends bro like there'll there'll be some days where like i'm just listening to a beat and if it, if it speaks to me if it's like i feel like i gotta tell a story on this mm-hmm. you know like like angel in the outfield on summertime 2009 like i had that beat for like four years mm-hmm. and sabi made that and i was sitting on it for four years didn't know what to do with it until i had come up with the summertime 2009 concept and then one day i just played it and i was like hmm and I, I just kept repeating that. I was actually watching the movie Angel in the Outfield. Ah. I was watching that movie. Yeah. So I was like watching it and then I have the beat in my head and one of my headphones and I'm watching the movie and I'm like. <laughs> huh. Yeah, yeah. So it just hit me like that. It would just hit me randomly like that. And, then, and um, there'll be other days where I might have a song already in my head. I just don't have the beat. So then it's just scouring the internet for beats and finding producers and free use <laughs> free use yeah. I mean that, shout out to YouTube that yeah shout out yeah. to YouTube it used to be like that but now like I'll actually try to like I'm actually purchasing you can even I'll be in the studio like just purchasing beats right then and there purchasing stems and stuff because you know we're trying to make records now instead of just songs right so but yeah that's one thing I remember <clears> about YouTube was just kind of like you can type in whatever artist like you know yeah. it could be Odd mm-hmm. future type beat. You could literally or match anybody's ASAP sound. Rocky almost. type beat. Yeah. Would be so yeah. mean. There would be so many type beats, and I don't think those people would charge. You would have like the link, but they would yeah. just walk credit kind of deal. A producer yeah. made a Billy Ami type beat. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Shout out to my Ami boy too. Umu Beats. Man. I remember that shit. Yeah. I was like, what? That's dope. One of my Uso <laughs> homies. Yeah. He he just posted it up like one day, and I just read the caption. I didn't even listen to it at first. I just kind of like <laughs> read it, and then. I looked closer and he said Viliami type beat. I'm like, what the hell? No. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I finally have one of these. That's what's up. Hell yeah. So how how are you gauging success? What does success look like for you right now in your in your point in your career? You said you've been going at this for ten years. Uh huh. I feel like right now, right now, yeah. I feel like I'm like living it right now. Okay. To to be real, um, 
maybe when I was younger, I had like this perception of like, damn, I don't want to be like 30 years old, still trying to rap, still trying to come up and da, 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 da. I'm going to have to get like a union job somewhere or something. Like I'm going to have to put this down. But no, man, I was blessed to like, you know, meet new people like YBG and Jamal and everybody else, Jules, of course, you know, everybody and, and everyone, even y'all, you know, yeah. I came across y'all, Andy. Yeah. So I felt like at that time when I was really like giving it, like around the time I made Ferris Wheel, that was supposed to be my last song. So that was like my last ditch effort to like really? make any kind of dent. If like, if this don't make any kind of dent, if I don't feel satisfied, I'm just about to put this down. Yeah, and I know that this ain't in the cards for me, and I'm okay with that. But everyone reacted to Ferris wheel yeah, like crazy, yeah. so I was just like, "Oh, okay, so I guess I'm gonna keep doing this." Yeah. So the ups come the downs, and the downs. Come. You you have a really good line in that. I can't. I can't recall. I just I think the coughs are starting to turn into la or something like that. Or oh yeah, um, uh, your delivery of that line. Yeah, is really good. yeah. Um, <laughs> As far as my as far as, as far as my wealth goes, my passion second to jobs. As far as my health goes, my pe- my my laugh is turning to coughs. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Okay. and the, your delivery of that line. Yeah, yeah, man. I felt like that was inspired by like my early atmosphere days. Yeah, like, yeah. When I was listening to Slug really really heavy and Murs and all of them. But yeah, man. When I made that song, it was like yeah, like I said, my last like my last effort. I yeah. literally put damn near everything into that song, and then. That's good. So I feel like now, like I got the now is the different. I got the team. I got my manager, obviously YBG, my homie. You know, I got a whole team behind me now. So it's like I feel like wherever I was supposedly trying to see myself when I was younger, like ten years ago, like I feel like I reached it. Like yeah. I have the team now. Maybe I thought that when I was younger, like man, I should be on a label by this time. I should do this. Yeah. I do that. But like. It's kind of the same thing. I like I took the independent route, and it's kind of like more rewarding, actually. And one thing I like that as you get older, not old, right? Just older. Because mm-hmm. when you're young, like I feel like when you're like, let's just think back to when we're all nineteen. Like yeah. twenty five felt so old. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and like yeah. you actually get to like above twenty five, and now I wish I was still twenty five. Right, just like, but it doesn't. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. It's not that old at all, you know what I mean? Especially when you look at the grand scheme of things. Mm -hmm. And we always have these, like... We always set these unrealistic and sometimes unattainable goals when we're so young, thinking like, oh, yeah, by 24, by 28. Whether it's music, yeah, yeah, the job, even something like getting married or having kids. For sure. And, you know, when you do an art like this, I could compare it to the podcasting, right? Because I think in, like, 2021, I was, like, burnt out. Because kind of similarly, I was like... Man, like, I was hoping to get picked up by somebody. Yeah. And, you know, right. I'm tired of doing this shit for free. But, like, yeah. when you do an art like this, you have to really do it for the love. Yeah. You can't really do it for the fame, the notoriety, yeah. to get paid. Yeah. It yeah. has to be really for the love. Yeah, for sure. And so, you know, after some time off, I was able to, like, switch that perspective. And it's like, yeah, I do really love this. Just do it for love, then. And whether people, mm-hmm. you know, whether a thousand people listen and you get paid or, you know, 30 people listen and they just... Yeah. They think it's cool that you do it. You know what I mean? You just yeah. got to be cool with both and, and know that you're doing it for yourself. Well, I'm going to take this moment to selflessly or <laughs> shamelessly plug this man. You are now looking at the new face for the Santa Ana oh, Dons yeah, yeah, yeah. for the football team. He's going to be go. the fucking play-by-play guy on the radio. So hats oh, off to you, man. Hats off to you, dude. Salute, salute. That's a big... It's, I'm, I'm not going to air you out or air your... your Air you out too much. What I mean by that is like we've had plenty of conversations, yeah, about yeah. It, and mm-hmm. I, I, it took me a lot of times to tell him, like, look, dude, like I, I don't know what you expect out of this podcast, but it's yeah. like I do this for fun. We get to get yeah. together every week. We bullshit. 
And it's just, that's it. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, I, I hung up my quote unquote broadcasting dreams mm-hmm. a long time ago. I think mm-hmm. I just had to get realistic with myself in mm-hmm. terms of just, you know, I didn't, school didn't pan out for me, had to get a real job, mm-hmm. kind of figure that shit out. So I think it's kind of cool hearing you that you kind of kept on mm-hmm. trudging and kind mm-hmm. of, it's worked out for you and it's mm-hmm. worked out for you. So, you know, there's yeah. hope for me yet. But as for now, I'm living that corporate life right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're I mean, you're dabbling, obviously, by doing the podcast. Yeah, yeah. True, and we've gotten better. Our production's gotten better. Yeah. We're, we're I think, since I've stopped smoking <clears throat> weed and since we're both sober on air, I think mm-hmm. we produce better episodes. Oh, I'm not yeah. sober all the time. Well, that's fine, but <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, well, that's totally okay. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. For me personally, I yeah, feel yeah. I put forth a better, I put forth better content, and it's a yeah, much better sure. episode when for I'm sure. sober, and all the other benefits of being sober. But just in terms of the podcast itself, for sure. So it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. As his manager, what what do you like? What are your goals, or what, what do you try to get for him when when there is a gig or a, a potential business opportunity? Mm. Um. I just try to help take him to the next level. I mean, he knows everything I do, I can't do without Jules. Mm-hmm. Jules is like our creative director. Yeah, shout out to Jules. Yeah, man. She's like, like we're, we've been doing photo shoots uh, for the album release because we are going to be throwing And they're them. all coordinated by her. Yeah. <laughs> she has a good eye for everything, though. Yeah. 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 yeah no, man. major so detailed, shout out to Jules. Yeah, bro. Like, when it comes to, like, the when we do events, like, I'm just more on mm-hmm. the side of, like, the music side and the scheduling and all that. And she's more on, like, the creative side of the event, yeah. you know? And that's how me and her make a good team. And that's how we're able to collab with, you know, putting him on and stuff. And, mm-hmm. I mean, for me, you know, one the biggest thing we have in common is we both grew up in Anaheim. Uh, similar streets, similar neighborhoods, and a lot of the same people <clears throat> in Anaheim. You know, it's very special to me just as much as it is for him. And, you know, I always saw the potential in him. And I always saw that he can be that guy, you know, at least coming from Anaheim to take take it to the next level. And, you know, that's what I want to do. I want to take him as far as I can. And I always felt like since 2015, I've been interviewing artists from OC since then. So I feel like I was always good at putting people on. And I really think I can be that guy to help him, you know get to that level had you mm-hmm. considered managerial managerial <laughs> managerial, <laughs> managerial <laughs> duties for other artists in the Orange County I've been asked actually before um, no just because I don't have enough resources to start like managing multiple artists you know what I mean like, it's I'm just, sure it's, it's very a, time it's consuming a, just yeah, really obvious you know and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I feel like I'm still learning I'm still growing we're both mm-hmm. still learning mm-hmm. as this goes you know and I feel like I'm still at a point where I'd rather just build this foundation first and make this stable to a point where he's at a certain level where he doesn't need me at every meeting every mm-hmm. event he had we have other people to help him mm-hmm. out other assistants and then mm-hmm. okay now i'm bringing other artists mm-hmm. and then help them get like i build a foundation and you know cetera, essentially a label yeah eventually but you know but i'm gonna do it the right way <laughs> you know yeah. if i want if i ever go that route you know but if not just be like a management slash production company you know like mm-hmm. just Helping artists just give them a platform. Well, you you, know? you mentioned off air that you have your own company, or you 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 and your girlfriend Jules are involved yeah. in. Let's get a production. Let's get a production. Yeah. Go ahead yeah. and tell the mm-hmm. people about that. Yeah. Yeah, let's get a productions, man. I mean, it started off when and Noah was on it too. We had a YouTube uh, segment called the Breakdown. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, 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 of course. And I was just having artists like break down like the lyrics, like their song, and like. Uh, just like the meaning behind it and then uh, let's get it actually the word let's get it was something when I started doing college radio at Titan Radio when I was interviewing all the artists it was something I always just said okay this is YBG on Titan Radio we'll be back blah 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 let's get it you know so I decided like so I always stuck and people always brought it up so I'm like I'd rather just use that name and make that whole brand um, and obviously it's behind me and Jules and 
you know, we're just really proud of what we've done so far. That's what's up. Yeah, because, I mean, the biggest thing, especially when you first met these two, uh, and even when we met, right, like, you were making music, but you weren't doing shows and, like, some of the, like you said, behind-the-scenes production and having yeah. these events and just yeah. kind of really being tapped in, not so much in, like, hey, like, I have to perform, I have to MC, but, like, you're doing a lot of things in the community. Yeah. And I feel like that's dope, too, because people see <laughs> that, respect that, yeah. will want to do things for you, maybe not for free, but, like, you know, helping a homie out kind of here and there. And yeah, man. You and, Ju- you and Jules are hustlers, you know what I mean? And that's I one thing I've always that. been able sure. to respect, whether it was True, True 100 or... Yeah outside of true 100 doing yeah. guys own things but you know, I mean you got and you guys he's underselling it dog like they're so organized and shit <laughs> yeah. he knows yeah. yeah man he be keeping me on point man. <laughs> yeah. there was like a brief time during uh 2020 like you would come to the basketball court over here um, oh yeah you, you know and we wanted to like be active basically yeah i remember that and we would do these drills but i remember like you know, you know me. Like I'm notoriously like five late. to twenty minutes late to everything, right? <laughs> and so like you're gonna be late to your own fucking funeral. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, he's like, okay, yeah, like let's do this basketball workout at eight thirty, and I'm like, I'm like waking up at eight twenty five. He's like, I'm, I'm on the way. Here. I'm two minutes away. I'm one minute away. <laughs> I'm here, and I'm just like, oh shit, like I don't know. And then even when we used to do true one hundred, you would set up, or you, I think it was either you or Jules would send these emails out for the Zoom meeting or... Oh, that'd be me. Whatever. Yeah, I was just like... I was like, damn, these motherfuckers are organized. But like, that's cool. Like, well, punctuality, fuckhead. Hey, hey, hey. Learn about it. it. I get it. I God. get it. I try, I try. I try. No, this man, I'll, I'll literally test on five minutes out. Five minutes out? Go take a shit, like, take a leak. I pull up, I'm taking a shit, bro. Oh, are you away from me? I'm like... Sometimes it should be really long. He's like, I'm leaving. I'm fucking leaving. I I pull up and I'm just like, look, I I give or take a little couple minutes, but it's never more than a couple minutes, though. Don't exaggerate. (laughs) (laughs) You got a good point. I never, I'm never never out there for more than like eight. (laughs) Okay. All right. He's like, you know what? I'm a time unit. Yeah, all right. All right. Okay. I wish you guys could see Jacob's face right now. This. You guys can see Jacob's face right now. He's just like, he's like, cat. You know those memes of the black cat? With the white. That's me looking at it right now. Just like, dude, this, whatever, dude. Whatever. That's hilarious. But, man, that's that's actually really fucking cool. What do you have your degree in? Uh, advertising. Communications and advertising. Just right up the fucking alley, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Advertising. Dude, we need to start utilizing him for the front row seat pod. How, how can we expand our brand, man? We oh, yeah, we can talk about that there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, let's be real. We have no goddamn brand. <laughs> I, I, would, I, would, I would be truthfully amazed if, if someone sponsored us. Uh, yeah, we still probably need to build a little bit more of a, a base. Probably, I mean, you, you checked our that, you checked our viewership one time. Yeah. we had like some random numbers out of country, right? That's yeah, what happens. and I feel like that's. I want to know. I want if if you listeners are out there, follow us on Twitter. <laughs> we say it at the end of every. I want to know. I mean. Are those those random bot accounts that are getting followed? Am I Maybe. denying our listeners? I mean, I get followed by some weird people sometimes, yeah. and I'm like, who are you people? Yeah, no, I'll be seeing Block. them too. I'll just be right? like, hey, man, shout out to the bots for supporting them. <laughs> Strangers support you before your own people. Remember that. And I feel like sometimes, because it's weird, because when you look up those stats, especially on Anchor now, they're very detailed, but it'll be like, Listener in Germany or listener in Bulgaria. Like, That's a trip, like huh? how the yeah. fuck do they stumble upon? Maybe they just right? get together. So I think of these stupid Americans. <laughs> wow, <laughs> <laughs> stupid Americans. Talking about their stupid American. Oh, that's a that's a trip because one of my songs, um, the, I did a collaboration with my boy Panda. We did a Halloween song, and we were just doing it for the hell of it. And we're just like, yeah, let's just drop a song on Halloween, monster mashing. It blew up in Italy. Yeah, really. 
That's yeah. kind of crazy. Blew up in Italy. Italians like the I and I, I know. So like, I mean, we both. Uh, you guys are both familiar with uh, Win, but he had yeah, this song yeah, before yeah. COVID ever came out, or uh, it was called Purple, right? Mm-hmm. But then I don't know if you remember during the pandemic there was like that thirty day music challenge, and each day one of the days was like, hey, it's still happening, buddy. It's I know. Not, I'm just saying. Well, really but it, it became yeah, really popular during <laughs> COVID, right? Because there was yeah. no th- nothing to do. Uh-huh. So there was that thirty day song challenge. It was like day four, like name a song that's based or that's titled the color mm. and that shit blew up for him you know what I mean? that shit oh, took off and i remember like i think he dropped it in like 18 or 17 i want to oh, say shit. but like mm-hmm. because so many people and it wasn't just in the country it was like worldwide that were just looking up different colors and found <laughs> his song and yeah, like yeah, we're genius. gonna use it for the 30 day challenge yeah. have you ever done that me yeah the 30 day challenge yes yeah long time ago but I it was I remember that. it was during 2020 <laughs> <laughs> I feel I, like it'd be challenging. I, I I would want to do it. I just feel like it would almost. I'll, be a I'll look up before, man. We could do that for we could do that for the pod. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, so would, well, how would that? How would we incorporate that? We would both have our input on each day, or we could just take turns. He's so lost. I know. He's like, <laughs> you guys can see Jacob's face right now. I'm, sorry, I'm just trying to understand. Like, he's like, it's, uh, it's like, he's like, he's like Alan in The Hangover when he's doing all the math. Yep. So we're we're right now since we're coming up on episode 100, we're hmm. in the process of compiling some of like our oh, yeah, yeah. quote unquote greatest clips and like some of the shit that's been put in the group chat. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's just mainly me, he, no one dying, and our buddy Alec. Mm-hmm. Um, we're pretty funny people. Yeah. I, I've said some really out of pocket shit. I've said some really out of pocket shit. Noah's we we've just had like really interesting conversations, yeah, and it, yeah. I I always trip out like you go back and listen to a hundred episodes worth of this. It's like, dude, this in particular, it's seen you go through different phases of your life. Yeah. Me go through different phases of my life. It's like pretty fucking nuts. You it's know, the like, yeah. it's the growth. I think that's what's yeah. cool because it's like yeah. a, it's not. What do you call that? It's not vi- audio. I guess audio like diary almost. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of the shit that we would talk about, yes, we would like we would have people on for interviews. Yes, we have people. Uh, we talk about sports and other stuff, right? That's going on in like major news media. But then uh, there was times where you know uh, we would talk about something with something with your family, something mm-hmm. with your ex, something with my family. Yeah. You know what I mean? When my uncle died, we had a whole episode yeah. for that. You know what I mean? So it was just we've had different like very deep open up kind of episodes too you know the yeah. dialogue is very open on this yeah yeah, yeah. yeah for I mean, sure it's, it's just I even remember tuning into some of the early episodes when I was like on, he- on heavy on Twitter still yeah I'll be laughing at this guy yeah I'll just yeah, be like yeah. cracking up I'm like yo yeah yeah <laughs> I, do you remember when he gets on his baseball ranch too I'll oh, just be like oh yeah there uh, we go <laughs> do you remember when you were like live on Twitter <laughs> oh dude I can't do Twitter lives anymore <laughs> oh dude COVID was bad like I there was a point at COVID live COVID live COVID during the peak of COVID yeah. every night I'd go on live and just yeah. get shit faced like, <laughs> yeah you like, drink like a bottle of Jack or just something I, and just I did and not dude, people, yeah people would just tune in and I, it would be like to 2am and I was just saying crazy shit doing crazy shit like <laughs> I, would, I want was, to see that I mean no it's I don't no know more. if it's on there anymore it's yeah. no Damn. more I had to take them down like yeah. cause it's just you know like it's I'm not ashamed of this podcast yeah. I would tell people about this podcast at work but then I have to remember like damn dude said some pretty like crazy shit on this podcast. Yeah. Like, there's almost like a I, we've had this conversation with like we're not trying to clean up our look but we're also trying to make ourselves a little more like presentable so you yeah, can, right, right. you yeah, know yeah. because we've had this discussion before it's like you don't want the first fucking episode for someone to like tune into is like we're over here talking about like pubic hair yeah just, just, just some crazy what <laughs> no, so, okay. tell just episode number just episode, episode number go on his own journey bro 
It's titled Bring Back Bush. Yeah. The rest you do with that, or whatever you do Wait, with that. Wait, what the Bush? Bring Back Bush. You want to bring back Bush. Not George Bush. Oh, okay. Not Reggie Bush. Hey, no, man. not Reggie Bush. <laughs> just bring back Bush. And we're here just talking or, you know. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, I mean, that's your style. It's like a whole hour about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just, and then of all the other, I mean, at one point, I think I it's once like, said I would <laughs> pee on someone's girlfriend if they were UCLA fans. Yeah, like, dude, yeah. that Mia. Yeah, like, Emily. Fucking, what uh, the hell? I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, really. okay. USC, damn it! Yeah, I mean it. Yeah, it runs deep. It runs deep. I'm sure. So <laughs> there, there's, there's been a lot of growth in the pod where it's like now I've I've learned to calm down a little and learn how to word certain things a little better. But you know, every once in a while, sometimes we just have some goddamn good old fun. So yeah, you know, it's it's, it's it's gotta be fun. It's you know what helps is that I know no one in my family listens, so I think I can get have a little more fun, and it's not. I'll be honest. I just don't think they fucking care. Like I, 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 I my grandma's always asking, like, "Oh, you still like recording with Noah?" And I'm just like, "Yes, grandma, I'm still recording. <laughs> we're, we're 95 episodes deep, grandma." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, grandma's not gonna listen, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm totally okay with that. Like, I, I don't need my grandma yeah. listening. Like, I don't need my uncle like, listening. Jacob, That's I was listening to your girlfriend's episode. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. I noticed that you said. <laughs> yeah, it's is you know, so it's almost kind of freeing, and and I know a lot of it's. I think just our my generation. I can't. I don't want to say you guys because I think you guys are capable. Your generation is capable of listening to podcasts. I feel like mine just isn't. The attention span is very like it, it's, it's dog fucked shit. Right, it's fucked right Let's now. Let's be honest. Yeah. It's dog oh, shit. Yeah, no, so I agree. I agree. I, a lot of my friends they make fun of me because they're like oh, I listen to like AM radio, like AM five seventy. I used to. Now I listen to far more uh, podcasts, like way more podcasts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that you gave me this tip of when you listen to a podcast, put it on the one one point two speed. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and when, oh, initially, yeah. it's a little hard. You're like, whoa, these people. Are, but then eventually, you get used to it, and it just yeah, sounds it like helps. a normal cadence. Right. So now I'm breezing through motherfucking episodes, and I'm like, yeah. shit, damn, this is pretty yeah. cool. And it's yeah. it's like yeah. sports talk radio minus the ads. I mean, a yeah. few podcast like the big name podcasts that I listen to for baseball, like Baseball mm-hmm. Today, they have advertisements, which are super annoying. But the College Football Inquirer has advertise. I guess everything has. Yeah. Except us. Sponsor us. What I trip about is like when you have that Spotify option, like you can listen to podcasts up to like four times speed. And I'm like, what's the point? Like, who's who be doing that? That's too fast. You know what I mean? I feel like. Ludacris is doing it. Yeah, even like. Even the slowest speakers will sound hella fast. Yeah. I mean, it's. I feel like if I listen to it at that speed, I'm going to miss like important. Yeah. Oh, and No way. No way. And then I'm going to have it in my head and be like, damn, I need to watch it again. Yeah. Because I feel like I missed something. Yeah. Right. So I just. I know none of my friends listen to this. Like, it's really this podcast really is just for me to have fun and yeah, and keep. Yeah. And I guess a small part of me, truth be told, it keeps the the. If this were a fire, like the embers for broadcasting, is, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like it's it's like on a real ultra low setting, you know. Yeah. Like I'm not burning anything. Yeah. Not the the water's not bubbling. It's just there, you know. A nice gust of wind, we could have a good flame, but <laughs> as of right now, it's just a, yeah, it's yeah. just a nice little smoldering. Just it's a fun little passion project you know and, yes. but who knows I mean uh, I always told I always told Noah when we started and I'm sure same thing for you in the music mm-hmm. industry people want consistency yeah. you don't want to put out an EP or your first album and everyone loves it and then three years goes by and you know you lose all that momentum yes. right so a big thing that he and I have struggled with but we've gotten so much better on is the consistency of recording every week mm-hmm. getting together you know figuring even if we don't have a show we get together and alright jot this down and we're able to kind of bullshit enough to make it last so it's it's been it's it's been a ride it's, it's been a fucking ride question 
as we were talking earlier, how did you guys first meet? You two? Me and Viliami? Yeah. Um, well, let's see. <laughs> we actually always knew of each other since Facebook. So I remember, uh, like I said, when I started doing... High school, middle school? College. Well, oh, like 2015, okay. well I started doing college radio t- 2015, so that's when I started like posting a lot. Okay. And I think I found out about you through uh, Sean Barnett. Yep. Because yep. I, he was one of the first artists I interviewed, and he was from Anaheim too. And then yeah. I know we had mutual friends, and, you mm-hmm. know, just like posting and stuff. Like I started seeing his stuff, we followed each other, but like we never talked. Yeah. We just mm-hmm. always knew of each other, but like never other. talked. And then what was it like? It was twenty twenty one, right? It was like uh, like a year after COVID, right? Dang, so kind of recent then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we kind of yeah, like yeah. right after COVID, the first wave of COVID. Yeah. Hit. Um, it was at downtown Fullerton. Yeah, yeah. He so. had a he had a show, or did I have a show? You had a show. That's where COVID show, yeah. originated. And from. we, I think, out of one of us <laughs> DM'd again, each bro. other. I think one <laughs> of us DM'd <laughs> each other like about. I think it was just like, I think it was me just saying like I fuck with your music and all that, and then you told me about the event. Mm-hmm. And it was at Bourbon Street mm-hmm. downtown okay. Fullerton. Yeah. So he invited yeah. me over. And I was like, me, me and Jules came with me too. And yeah. that's what, at the same yeah. time as boy Fernie, Daenerys Soprano was there. Okay. And that's yeah. when I met them the first time. I remember, like, after we kicked it, after the show, we kicked it in the parking we lot. in the parking lot smoking. So, and, like, the first time ever. And then after that, I think the next time we met is when we recorded Pioneers. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Pioneers. Damn, so it wasn't so even he that He actually long. introduced me to Andy. He put me on to Andy. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so kind of, like, around the same time when you guys, when you had the Heights Part 2 release, it was very... No, was still, it was still, 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 still fresh, still fresh. Yeah, 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 but we were already we were already like really cool by then. And yeah, I remember. Yeah, he sent he hit me up for a feature, mm-hmm. and I thought that was cool. I was like, oh shit, he wants me to do a feature. Cool. Yeah. I was like, and then he showed me the Pioneers beat, and I'm like, all right, cool. I have an idea. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then um, I we never really talked about a concept. How we just ended up talking about like, I think we, similar I things. Think, <laughs> yeah, I think we just ended up kind of vibing out in the studio I think I, I think I said something yeah I sent him the beat and then I kind of I already had the verse that I Same. wanted to do yeah and um has anyone I, ever told you you're scary when you rap like you get into it man Andy said <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the first but when we recorded Pioneers that was the first time me him and Andy were ever in the studio together yeah, yeah. so that's what came out of that session oh, wow. I think yeah. that was your session wasn't it no it was yours no, I helped I, it was yours. no it was yours bro was it yeah, because I remember you were there before me, too. <laughs> and I remember because you need you wanted I to... Re- a lot of I remember... <laughs> I, don't think re- I don't know if we recorded anything else, but I remember that the main reason was to record Pioneers. I think that was I the first time everybody like in the room like heard me rap. Yeah. yeah he already heard me like before, yeah. but like, everyone... like Jamal, I think Jamal came, right? No, it was just literally it was us. A, that was the second session. Yeah, it was yeah. just us, Jules, and Angie. And there Andy. Yeah, so... Yeah. No, that was when Andy first heard me rap, and Andy was just tripping out. Yeah. And that's when... I heard that when he was just like, bro, like, you're super aggressive when you fucking <laughs> want to be. And I was like, yeah, well, it just comes out. It's like, this, yeah. re- this, this music really is therapy to me, so. Yeah. But I feel, I mean, I feel like a lot of great artists, or especially in the hip-hop genre, I like a lot of Schoolboy Q, and I feel oh, like yeah. he has that, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, he has, oh, yeah. his is like, very, uh, what's the word I used Ryan. the other day? Like, <laughs> it's like, sli- like, when he raps, it's like slashing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Grimy? Grimy. It's a little grimy, yeah, a little grimy. but, like, it's his voice like, snarling. His voice makes your skin crawl a little. A little bit, yeah. It kind of reminds you of, like, the Wu-Tang members, some of them, too, sure. like, Ray yeah. Chef. Yeah. you know what I mean? He has yeah. that. Schoolboy's, you know I mean? like, one of those rare West Coast artists. Right. That has he's like, that. He's not the traditional West Coast artist. He's very rare, so... And that's why he's able to, like, drop whenever, like, like how you were saying, like, drop an EP, let three years go by. Like, I feel like Schoolboy can do that. Yeah. 
He has the fan base, of course, but like yeah, and that's the thing too. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those artists are older now, so mm-hmm. like they're not trying to. Like, they're not trying to be like mm-hmm. out there like that. Yeah, and a lot of them are pretty smart in the sense that like you know they didn't burn all their money. Yeah, Isaiah Rashad's the house was burning or house yeah is burning yeah. was awesome. Yeah, that was yeah. deep. Yeah, that Bro, was awesome. After that was after the sun's tirade right yeah yeah mm-hmm. that was sun's 2021 really i want to say it was like a four-year gap the consistency yeah. that that guy has though like even though he take those little gaps between albums just I it's just better I every he's time performing in sacramento and like next week oh okay. nice we should go okay buy your flight ticket oh yeah you buy, your buy, you buy a flight ticket i would buy your flight i had to go see isaiah Rashad. Yeah. i Let's genuinely would <laughs> you know he was there i mean you know how we saw absol in sacramento yeah. Uh, he was a, Isaiah. I went to go see Isaiah Rashad with the uh, Mario and some of the KSSU people. Uh, I wasn't of age. Nah, you weren't. <laughs> Not well, I wasn't there. So. Seriously, I was nineteen. Like it sucked. It sucked balls. Yeah. But um, all right. Fun question. What's your guys' favorite food to eat in the studio when you're like grinding and it's like mm. twelve a.m. and you're like, fuck, I just dropped the hottest shit ever. Damn, like bro. before the studio, or like before after, no, after you're, in the, you're in the trenches, so George. It's, so it's like late night already. You're like on the phone. Like you've been in the studio, let's say for like four or five plus oh, hours. Get the president on. I got a bomb. Either <laughs> I got three. Either in and out. Uh, any type of fried chicken. So canes. <laughs> yeah, like yeah canes. any type of fried chicken. This man just blanking at any or, type of fried chicken. Or, or, or any or or like uh, tortas or burritos. Ooh, Ooh a torta. I like yeah, a torta. Yeah. Yeah. Any, I, I love sandwiches and burgers. Like, yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah. You know what? <laughs> I was gonna say the Bronx sandwiches. The Bronx sandwiches. The Bronx sandwiches. Where's that from? Is that like a. Restaurant? It's it's literally a sandwich place, and they're like all over. There's Tustin, there's one really? in Tustin, Anaheim. Is that the one with the chicken and waffle sandwich? Mm. No. Nah. Oh. <laughs> but they have some of the most amazing sandwiches. I like the Bruxy. Bro, yeah. Oh, yeah, you need the Bruxy. If, you, if you've never checked out the Bronx sandwiches, I've check it out, I've heard about it. Everyone needs to check it out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Bronx. Go to Tacos Los Cholos. Tacos Los Cholos. That's on State College? Yep. Uh, and there's one there and there's one in Fullerton. There's one in Fullerton, too. Nice. That's probably closer to you. That's okay. close to me. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Either, yeah. So, if it's something quick, like, just some... If I want to avoid drive through food, yeah. Like yeah. Some some Bronx sandwiches or some tacos. My, my, my go-to food in the studio is Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box? Well, I'm, See, I'm, the I'm the a top. slut for Jack in the Box. I'll admit. Like, yeah, yeah bro. Jack yeah, yeah that's my last like, resort. Like, like, if yeah. I did, it's right. But see, it's the last resort because it's reliable. It could be 2 a.m. You're like, fuck, I'm yeah. hungry. Oh, Jack in the Box is open. Yeah, like, they never exactly. close. And they, they close for 30 close. minutes. I think the literal, it's a 30-minute time period, and then they switch shifts. I'd be getting hard they open Well, now when I eat it, like, you know, I'll do a little buzz or something. I go and, like, same order. Jumbo Jack with cheese. Plain Jumbo Jack with cheese. Two tacos and a fry. That's it. Nice. That's it. But it's not nice champion, the next bro. day. It's, it's not nice the next day because the next day I just feel like shit. Like I yeah. lost like <laughs> I lost like 10, 15 pounds not smoking. So now I feel just bad about myself when I eat like shit like how I used to. And I'm like, God, I'm like, I had cane for the first time in like eight months. And oh, holy God, I had yeah. a box combo and I was like, I can't believe I used to stuff my face with this like every other week. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. like I did it and I was like, dude, this is disgusting. Like I need to get a three finger combo the next mm-hmm. time. Like, yeah, bro. Like I, had in out, too much. I had it in and out like probably like three, two, three weeks ago for the first time in a year and a half. Oh wow! Damn. Just Why would like, you deprive yourself of such goodness? Okay, because one, I was eating in and out like kind of regular because uh, my girl, my girl used to live right by the in and out, um, right there on oh, Brookhurst yeah. and Orange. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's like whenever I was there chilling at her parents' house, it's like, oh, I'm hungry. Let's go to In and Out. It's like yeah, a I live walk. right behind one. You're telling me. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's like, so when you have that all the time, like one day I was just eating the double-double and I was looking at it and it just looked sloppy to me and I was like, bro, I can't do that. 
Yeah. That's like, how I, I started about feeling games. weird. You yeah. Know? And then I got back into working out and everything. Then literally two weeks ago, we, me and my girl were hungry, and I'm like, let's go to In-N-Out. And she just looks at me like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, let's go to In-N-Out. Was it as good as you remember? It was that's yeah. great. See, probably tastes better when you space it out. Bro, a year and a half, and I was like, oh my God. I'm glad you got to experience it. I was so disappointed. I got the Canes combo, and I was like, yeah, and then I was like, all right, the sauce is still as remembered. Yeah, the bro. fries were fantastic. Yeah, bro. The bread was great. It just. You like the chicken? I, I love the chicken. I think it was just too much. <laughs> yeah. I think every, it, Oh, it, you ordered it just, a lot, yeah. Well, I, box combo. But yeah, I guess, yeah, five, I think it was just yeah. too yeah. much for. No, four. Oh, four. Yeah. I think it was just too much. I think if I go back again, I think if I go back again, I'll get the three and yeah. it'll probably be way more balanced out. But yeah, I was, it's not as heavy. it didn't hit as it used to. And I was like, wow, this is either indicative of like my frontal frontal lobe being developed. I'm just like, I gotta stay away from this shit. Well, I think it's trippy though, because like from like 14, especially because we're all guys here, but like yeah. from 14 to 21, like you just be burning like, yeah, bro. The metabolism like crazy is crazy fast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, in high school, I ate Jackalots every day. Exactly. And, and, and you would have like, no problem. Carl, I have enough Carl's. A big oh, Carl? I'm sick of Carl's. I can't do it no yeah. more. Carl is good. After years of eating that shit, like yeah, spicy Carl, chickens. After, after oh, spicy chickens. Yeah, bro, because it was a, it was affordable. So me and the homies would be skating all day, yep. smoking spicy. cigarettes. It's like nothing affects you when you're 14. Right. That's almost like you're, you're made of steel. Honest, yeah. You yeah. can smoke cigarettes and skate all day. Eat like three spicy chickens. And you're fine. And, and you're and fine. You're chilling. And you're fine. And you look great. Now if I do that, I'm I'm waking up the Easy, next day and yeah. I'm just like. <sighs> yeah, you're oh, shit, all the time. Yeah, oh my god, like it's terrible, shit. bro. You feel like fucking. You gotta shit. take like all these gas X and Pepto Bismol. Yeah, for all this shit. I'm just like, nah, bro. All right, another <laughs> fun one. I'm gonna omit myself from this because I don't think I know enough rappers. Who's okay. on your Mount Route? Uh, Mount, Mount Rushmore. Yeah, Mount Rushmore? rap Mount Rushmore. Holy crap! I don't know how many are there. <laughs> I think it's four. Right? Four or five. That's four. tough. Four. I mean, it's four. yeah, four. Four. I feel like there's more than four. It depends. That's why it's a fun one. What era? I feel like. Uh, no, I'm I'm giving Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn, the fourth one. One more. It's hard, bro. It just has to be your fourth. Like, there's no right or wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why it's fun. Yeah. Probably, Most meaningful. I would have to say because this guy is still selling stadiums to this day, 50 Cent. Oh. He, he's he on just tour. did his last tour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I don't know if he's still going. But yeah, he's still selling Man, he's making stadiums. money off movies. He don't need to do rap no more. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that's the goal. That. Right. That, that's why 50 inspires me. Like, I love his music, but like, I'm paying attention to his business right now. You ever, yeah. watch, the, you ever watch the show The Wire? Of course. See, it's a shame that that show didn't come around now. You'd be a perfect fit for one of those characters. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bro. Look at, man. You're a nice guy. Man, if I, if, I, if, if I got that role. Damn, right? Dude, the wire is fucking changing so, my life. 50, I'm on holler at me, right man. Right I need to be on the next power yeah. season, bro. Thanks, <laughs> Den of Thieves. Thank you. The, oh, yeah. That one for sure. Yeah. Right, you're Mount Rushmore. <sighs> okay. I'm just off the top of my head. Um, Kendrick. Mm, yeah. That makes sense. Cole. Yeah, that makes sense. Pun. Mm. Oh, yeah. Are we sure it's four? Yeah, it's four. Yeah, and I'm going to go ahead and say 
Andre 3000. Oh, yeah, I like that one. one. I like that one. Yeah, Can we go first, or you go? Yeah. I'll, I'll go, but I, I don't. I don't think it'll impress many people. <laughs> I mean, you have to bring. <laughs> you said, you said, you said it was your four. Actually, yeah. Fun. Said it was okay, fun. Biggie. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Biggie Cole. Of course. Biggie Cole Kanye. Because oh. I really enjoy Kanye. Okay. okay yeah. Biggie Cole Kanye. And then the fourth one, I I gotta go Kendrick, dude. Kendrick was like in high school, like I, my buddy introduced me to Pimp a Butterfly. No, whoa. Good Kid, Mad City. I'm oh, sorry. okay, okay. And that was like, whoa. Oh, you little youngin. So I have to for sure put Biggie. We have two of the same. I would go Biggie. I would go Kanye. Oh wow, that's because I think I think Kanye more than just like his rapping, his production on so many different. And I feel like a lot of. We were just talking about Twista earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Overnight Celebrity. Like, oh, yeah. I feel like Kanye has had a hand in so many artists' like, best track. Mm-hmm. Um, that girl who does American Boy, Estelle. Estelle, yeah. You know what I mean? Estelle, I, just, yeah. I feel like he does Estelle. that for so many people. Mm-hmm. The game and wouldn't mm-hmm. get far. Nah, that's, like, that's yeah. a, you know what I mean? Alicia Key, he produced for Alicia Keys, too. Yeah, so it's like the yeah. samples that Kanye would pull from. So just like overall, musically... Um, I'd have to put RZA up there too just cause I feel like oh, yeah. what the Wu-Tang did for hip hop in general um, not so much his bars but again the production the culture the, also the his culture. business was behind the whole group exactly he got everyone an individual deal yeah cause he signed yeah, that was his goal he I forgot exactly but he signed the group mm-hmm. to where they could were free to sign their own individual exactly. stuff too so he was the mastermind the group. behind Sure. It's a real genius type shit, and then that that fourth one's tough, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, I have to go Absol, right? That was like the Ooh, artist yeah, we were talking yeah. about earlier, Billyami with three eyes. Listen so to Absol. He was like, "I got this ticket, dude." It, he never told you the story. We took a bus there, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Never heard of this guy. I'll tell I, it. I heard, I'll tell it because I feel ahead. like you're go leaving ahead. out some parts. Go ahead. So <laughs> about because Absol comes to Sacramento. It's a cool little. It's like the observatory out there, but even smaller, maybe okay. like. Max could probably fit 120 people. We were not yeah. observing shit. We were in like downtown Sacramento. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like the observatory. <laughs> they were observing us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, me and my homeboy who worked with the radio station, his name is Mario. Mm-hmm. He had said, yeah, I'll go. So we had two tickets. But he ended up giving a ticket to mine. And I was like, yeah, you, you want me to pay for it? And he's like, nah, I'll just take whoever you want to take. And I was uh-huh. like, okay. But it was pretty, let's say it was a weeknight too. Like we had school the next day. Nice. Let's say it was like a Tuesday night. You know, he probably, probably tells me this like on Saturday or Sunday, and I'm just like, oh shit, like I have three days to find yeah. someone to go. And Absol is not a popular artist by any means, like, <clears throat> fuck. And I kind of just casually asked Jacob, thinking he would probably say no, but he was young and just down for an adventure. <laughs> so we're like, okay, <laughs> fuck it. So I remember, um, <laughs> and I remember, like, I didn't have a car up there, he didn't have a car up there. So we take a bus, right, to it. The cool thing about Sac State, and, like, he lives at the dorms, right? Uh-huh, yeah. But, like, the, the 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 college was on the main street. It was J okay. Street, and, like, you take that, and you're, like, right in the heart of downtown. Yeah. So uh-huh. you can get to a lot of places just off of one bus. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we go down. You know, we get off the bus. We're there. The concert goes great. But it was crazy because, like, I think we both had – I don't even – did you have an iPhone yet? No, <laughs> oh, you did it. He still had this like crazy Motorola. Like it, was bad, it wasn't a smartphone, dog. It was like phone. it was like 2009, bro. <laughs> yeah, wow. No, it was it was bad. Well, do you remember what it was called? Was it no. a flip phone? No, it, it wasn't it was a flip. Blocky as all shit. But was it a keyboard? Side up keyboard? No, no. It was just like a. It was like one of those yeah. like almost like a cricket phone. Oh, <laughs> oh damn. It was. It was. Damn. 
forgot about those. And hey, then, man, it was it was in the trenches. And then my phone, it was, <laughs> you know, I, again, this was like six, 2016 or 17. I probably had like iPhone 4S still. So like my shit old and it was died because I was taking a bunch of videos. Oh, so it died. Oh, and so we're like, okay, well, we can't take a lift. I don't think the buses are running that late because we got out the concert like 11, 1130. Oh, no. And so we, you know. It was like a two and a half, maybe three mile walk, but like you we guys just did it. We busted a walking <laughs> mission. Oh, and then of course the it started fucking raining. Like, it was a light sprinkle though. It was a light sprinkle. <laughs> you had your bike. I remember you having your bike. You were a real homie. A bike? You had I a bike. No, you were a real homie because you were walking. You no, were walking I didn't ride my bike. bike to the fucking thing though. I thought you had a bike. No, I did have a bike up there, but I didn't you ride just it. Took someone's me. bike. Yeah, <laughs> I swear to God, I yeah, dude, that no, was this walking. that that was a brutal walk, man. Yeah. I did it. That, that was a That's great, talk man. about a core memory for us. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, dude, I fucking hate you. It was like, oh, I was like oh, <laughs> it was just the end, though. You know what I mean? Because we're yeah. tired. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. I had a great time. Yeah. You know, he was just down for the adventure, but he was like, I'm I sure. didn't know he was blind. So, like when he took his glasses off, I was like, oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah what's going on here? Yeah, he always, he's not blind, blind, but he's like pretty much he's sensitive to the light. Sensitive yeah. to so the light. Was, yeah. Uh, but that's yeah. He's my fourth on my Mount Rushmore, and I feel like I have get something tattooed on my body like for him. You know what I mean? Because he, he was that meaningful as far as the person mm-hmm. who I became and shit. Would you get it on your face? Nah, nah, no, never do a fake. Then you're tattoo. not a real homie. <laughs> he he wasn't that influenced. You're not a real man. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, not a fake fan. Fake fan. Fair. Would yeah. you get a tramp stamp? Just say absolute above yeah. your ass? Not uh, absolute, but I don't get a transit. When your wife is about to read your name, she'll be like, Solo. Solo. <laughs> Where you got like ab above like your, <laughs> your dick and then soul in the back. Just split absolute. <laughs> yeah? This guy. Yeah, that's Jacob. I'm giving you ideas. <laughs> this is Jacob. Jacob. This is Jacob. What about like, like sober? Like, yeah. like, like absolute. <laughs> like absolute on the neck? Yeah. Give me good ideas here, man. No, no. Two extra. I would get like a giant ass like Led Zeppelin tattoo like right here. Your shirt's up, boys. <laughs> right here, I'd get like a giant like Zeppelin tattoo right between the titties. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. I, know, I don't take my shirt off often, so no one would ever see it. Okay. In corporate America would never know about it. Yeah. People saw yeah, you my... with that tattoo, they probably think you were in a cult or something. Mm. Oh, you, if you just like, at the beach one day, you're just like, ugh. Jacob, whoa. Are you a skinhead? <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? I'm fucking Italian. <laughs> you did not see my fucking hair? <laughs> What's going on here? It's fucking skinhead. Uh, well, I know it's closer to 10 o'clock. You have to go. Yeah. Um, is there any final questions before we wrap things up? You want uh, to get off your well, chest? Yeah, we got to... Well, yeah. We got to let them plug yourself. This is the opportunity. Tell us where we can find your music, what platforms you're on, your next performance, just please tell everything. the listeners. Yeah, anything you feel worthy. All right. Well, like I said before, viliami.com, you'll find everything there. Yeah. Find articles on me, um, interviews. Um, you'll find all my music on there. Shout out your name Jules one more time. Yeah, and shout out to Jules she for that, man. Shout too. out to Jules for putting uh, viliami.com. We need together. Jules on a podcast, too, for sure. Yeah, no, yeah, she should. needs to be up here for an episode, for sure. But... Yeah, and um, September 30th, I'm going to be live at um, FTG. Okay. We're working on uh, the release of the Deluxe. So the way I'm doing it is um, for the fans, if you want to listen to the new music, you have to come see it live. Nice. That's the only way that you're going to hear the new music I like that. before it's released. Hook, line, it's going to be a Let's Get It production, too. Uh, let's Hell Get yeah. It production. I'll be, sure. I'll be hosting, too. <clears throat> okay, before you talk about your production... Spell your name for our listeners one more time, please. V I double L I A M I. Three eyes at the end. Thank you very much, Kenny. For sure. And let's get a production. Where can we? What if people want to? Yeah. Hit you guys up with business opportunities, or they want to utilize your. Yeah. 
Uh, we're actually looking for sponsors for this event right now. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, you can follow us at Let's Get It, L-E-Z-G-E-T-I-T, uh, 714. And then you can follow me at YBG714. Um, and yeah, September 30th, it's going to be an album release event. Uh, we got J Mac performing as well. Hey. We got we got, we got J Mac. We got, got J Mac on the track now. Because yeah. so, he's probably be in town for a few days. Mm-hmm. You need to get him on the podcast. Dog. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Canes, what you cooking? <laughs> Wait, can you give us a little Canes? Yeah, we're gonna come out with that sensational. Um, oh. We're gonna come out with the J Mac pack at Canes. So nice. you want to be We're like me? I guess that. that makes me inspirational. But good luck on all that, because I know I am sensational. sensational. The J Mac oh. pack with sensational sauce. It's coming. Yeah. Oh, oh, sensational, sensational sauce. sauce. I don't, you know, I don't and now it has the animal style fries and all that. <laughs> sensational J-Mac sauce is coming. J- the J Mac pack with sensational <laughs> sauce, and it's going to cost seven dollars and fourteen cents. Oh, that's hard. That's I love hard. that. That's I love that. No tax, just straight up. No tax, just seven dollars and fourteen cents. And when you order it, we love the community. When you order it on the speaker, it'll be like J Mac on the track. <laughs> J-Mac on the track that's to, get, that. that's, that's to get the discount yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and if um, it's actually J-Mac at the drive-thru we'll be like man for free for free <laughs> um, at the event we're gonna have a wing vendor so we'll okay. be, it'll be a wing for wings so it's September 30th cauliflower wings or real wings oh yeah yeah all bone in all bone in all bone in boy yeah so shout out to Wings 95 like men that night uh, <laughs> me and Jules well we have our first event this Friday but we're selling Agua Frescas now Agua nice. like a vendor mm-hmm. and iced tea so we'll be selling that at the event mm-hmm. not the rapper actual iced tea to drink right yeah <laughs> nice <laughs> nice so rapper uh, will be selling merch Catch 22 will be selling uh, their clothing as well um, yeah, we just got a bunch of other things we're still planning now. I think Catch Twenty Two Threads actually follows me on Instagram. What yeah. is that? Really? That's, that's their that's a clothing brand that I'm I'm partnered up with. Oh, yeah, so is that what this sharp shirt is right here? No, I wish, but oh. we're no, we're gonna come out with some stuff like this. Yeah, so if you could, if you can give me some business, we're gonna come out with attire, like tuxedos I, and wear, stuff, bro. I'll, I got you. Uh, not I got tuxedo, you. but give me a nice polo. Or I can suit. wear that in the office. I got you. Come on, I, can, I got I you. I do want to say one thing. I got you. We have a cool giveaway. I'm gonna just throw it out there. It's gonna be a customized Villiami puzzle. Oh, so we're gonna have one for you guys to play during the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll have like Connect Four, Jenga, and all that. But mm-hmm. we're gonna also give one away. Mm-hmm. Can can we can can I request? For- <laughs> 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 I can't even do this. Thing, so like, all right, all right. I need like Billy. I'm gonna be like standing like. Like this, or like, maybe like, like this, and like so. Wait, so, is it the brave Billy or what kind of Billy? We're still doing We still have a lot of It's gonna be tough. It might be the cover art. We don't know yet. I need it to look something like this. When me and my girlfriend move into our house, right above our bed, and I'm fucking just really just you know get in with that Billy Let's go, Tommy Doe. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I need that to be hard. Uh, well, hey, like with the serious face the too. Giveaway. You got right? into the giveaway. No, man. if I don't get a winner, because that, that's what I am. I'm a winner, so I'm win that share. Like, you know, maybe yeah. like a bunch of more stuff. Yeah. Yeah, put it in the restrooms, or I'm taking a dump. Just like, yeah, spy greatness, motherfucker. <laughs> just like, just like, don't don't even force it. It's <laughs> already it just smooth. Oh, don't even force it. Just ease into it. Dude, this was this was a fun episode. Yeah. Um, he plugged his social mm-hmm, work. Mm-hmm. Can we follow you on, like, just your personal? Yeah. Feel comfortable putting yeah. that out there for us? Viliami, just V I W L I A M I, three eyes at the end on Instagram. You, okay. And you find just Kenny Viliami anywhere. Awesome. YouTube. Awesome. Awesome. But if you want to really tap in and really like, get to the nitty gritty of everything, viliami.com. Awesome. awesome. We love that. And we love a man who has his own website. I mean, we don't even have our own website. No. One day, though. One day. One, day. One day. Well, that'll do it, folks. Episode 95. Be sure to like, subscribe, follow the podcast, whatever platform you're listening yes, on. Sir. 
at Front Row Seat Pod on Twitter. Yep. Be sure to give these two a follow and yes, support sir. their music, support whatever they got going on. J Mac on the trick. And Shout we'll out catch to you guys next time. Yeah. Thank Peace. you guys very much. Peace. West West.